This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode of the Dear America podcast is brought to you by our new sponsor, Minutemen Coffee. There are a lot of coffee companies out there that want to try and act like conservatives so they can make money by selling products to conservative patriots like you and I. But here on the Dear America podcast, we only want to promote true conservative companies that are pro-America, pro-the Constitution, and are in business to make a difference. Minutemen Coffee Company started supporting us us because they believe in the message of Dear America. Let me tell you a little bit about them. We did our research. They are a constitutionally based company founded by a first responder and Route 91 massacre survivor. Minuteman Coffee exists to, to support our first responders, our constitutional sheriffs, and our veteran and military service men and women throughout the country, including the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation and now the Dear America Foundation. I am a proud partner with Minutemen Coffee and introduce our listeners to them with my seal of approval. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to go check these people out. They are the real deal. And most importantly, they support us to keep us bringing the truth to you. Go to MinutemenCoffee.com and use the promo code Graham at checkout for 15% off your first order. That's MinutemenCoffee.com to subscribe to Freedom Loving Coffee today. You won't be disappointed. You have my guarantee. MinutemenCoffee.com, promo code Graham at checkout. What up, what up, what up? What's going on, America? It has been a few days since we've spoken. Uh, I am seeing how mad everyone is on Twitter right now. Ooh, it's not good. <laughs> it's, it's not, when is it ever? It's not good at all. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of upset people on the intranets. What did you do right man? now? I, uh, well, I'll talk about it here in a minute because it's part of the show. Um, Okay. So, all right. Uh, I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Jake, how was your weekend? It was good. I uh, had one little Halloween party on Saturday and just hung out at the house. I saw your, time. I saw, I guess it was Whitney stories. I thought for a brief moment you were going hunting. Oh, well. And costume and, worked. <laughs> and I was extremely excited. And then I realized it was a Halloween costume. And then I immediately. Well, I am going hunting soon. I'm taking my rifle in today to get it all sighted. And everything. Where are you going hunting? Uh, my buddy's property. He has 35 acres. Oh, well. Appreciate that invite. Well, he has two sons that uh, are hunting on it right now. They got to get their bucks. <laughs> and I'm going to sneak in behind and get a doe. All right. Anyway. <laughs> all right. So uh, I worked all weekend, as per usual. Uh, there is no rest for the weary. 
Uh, let's see. We got a lot of things to talk about today. A lot of bombshell stuff about Facebook has come out today. Um, and, uh, it's really, really interesting things. And I still believe 100%, uh, that this is all a ploy for Facebook to be the dominant internet controller. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, they're getting ready to change their names and all this stuff. But now I'm wondering if Mark Zuckerberg will be a part of it or not. Um, and so, uh, there is literally, it's trending. They're called the Facebook papers have been released. It's thousands upon thousands of things that the whistleblower has now released about Facebook. Mm. And we're going to get into a lot of that, but bombshell stuff. Uh, in fact, I think the title of this will be called the Facebook papers. I like it. Um, that could be a really good book title one day. But either way, um, I think my next book, I'm going to call it Red Pill, Blue Pill, is going to be the title of the next book. And it's going to be um, like The Matrix, just going to be like two hands yeah. holding a red pill, blue pill. And that's just going to be like the cover of the book. I like it. Anyway, you can't steal that because it's timestamped now. Copywritten. So, you know, try it if you want. <laughs> um <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's see here. Things to talk about. Oh, okay. Let's talk about the most popular president in history, as we most always have to discuss. Uh, Biden's average approval rating dips to an even new low. Uh, what does that say? 538? 538. What the... <laughs> What does that even mean? This uh, is the hill. 5.38%. Uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> let's read here. President Biden has dipped to a new 43.4%. Now, see, depending on what place you go, I've read 36% somewhere. I read, yeah. you know, it, it all depends. But this is the hill, so they're always generous. Uh, basically, it was uh, Biden's disapproval rating is 50.7%. 538's average. So that's who did the. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. I was really confused there for a minute. All right. So more people don't like Joe Biden than uh, they like him. Go Um, figure. Yeah. Go figure. Most popular president in history in nine months. More people hate him than like him. Uh, I did read that he uh, has the lowest like approval rating of any president within the first year since 1956. Hmm. Who is that? Do you know? I don't know. Google president in 1956. (laughs) Because this guy sucked. In 1956. Eisenhower. Eisenhower. Well, yep. Well, you know, there you go. And so uh, there it is. Biden, you're right up there. Uh, It's just bad. Like, there's nothing about Joe Biden that's good. I, I try to find things, even remotely so, mm-hmm. that I could talk about. Well, like, we were feeling bad at first because, oh, he has dementia. But then he says, freedom. And you tell what he really thinks inside his mind. Like, freedom is a joke to him, even yeah, if he has Alzheimer's. But he also talks to people that aren't there in his sleep and whatnot. You what know? am I doing here? Um, there's been all these articles about how dementia patients close their fists uh-huh. and stuff. Uh, it, it, mark my words, it will go down as not only the biggest sham in history, okay, but it will go down as the most embarrassing, uh, in quotations for those of you who aren't watching, uh, presidency in American history. 
Uh, it, it is absolutely ridiculous. All right. So the reason why people are mad at me on Twitter is because I said I support, I support uh, Jim Banks. Dr. Rachel Levin is not a woman. <laughs> so Twitter has suspended GOP Congressman uh, Jim Banks for calling Biden health advisor Rachel Levin a man. I mean, which he most clearly is a man. <laughs> and uh, here, here's the deal. Let, let's read here what it says. Uh, meanwhile, Twitter placed a hateful conduct. Uh, Mr. Banks, blah, 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 the title of the first female four star. This is what he tweeted. He tweeted <laughs> the title of the first female four star officer gets taken by a man. Meanwhile, Twitter placed a hateful conduct warning on, but did not remove a tweet. By Miss Green, a Georgia Republican, oh, Marjorie Taylor Green, that said a dude who lived the first years of his life as a man isn't the first female anything. So basically, Twitter is doing what Twitter does. Twitter has said, Jim Banks will give you access back to your account. All you got to do is delete the tweet. And he's like, no, because he's a she or she's a he. That's what it is. That's a slur, technically, it says. Yeah, repeated slurs. By pointing out facts to dehumanize. No, what we're doing is humanizing by calling her what she is. No, what he is. What he is. It's a dude. Okay? I don't understand. That's negative. What we're doing. Negative or harmful stereotypes. How? It's not a stereotype if it's true. Oh, wow. This includes dead naming. Dead naming of transgender individuals. What was Rachel Levin's first name? Ron. (laughs) (laughs) Ronald Levin. Rachel Levin, real name. (laughs) Rachel Levin, public service, Rachel Levin. Oh, uh, they hide that stuff. Hold on. Uh, Do dead name. Oh, yeah, dead name. There we go. Hang on. We're going to get to the bottom of this. Rachel Levin. Dead gummit, they've got it hidden. Try real name. This is just bear with us, people. We will figure this out. <laughs> what does it say? Rachel Levin. Leland, maybe. Rachel Leland Devin, born October secretary. Come on, man. What is your freaking real name? Oh, was born Richard. Richard Levin. Dick. Thank you. Dick, 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 Dick Levin. Levin. <laughs> <laughs> oh man come on come on it can't get any more like perfect of course I his mean. real name was dick <laughs> oh man oh that's the, that's the next tweet the first four-star <laughs> female general's real name is dick <laughs> oh man oh i'm tweeting it right now <laughs> i'm doing it that's oh amazing. that is so I'm glad we took the time to look that I'm up. I'm glad too. And you, the listener, are welcome. Oh, man. Because I'm crying. The first That's female four star <laughs> general. His name's Dick. Real name is Dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's, That's good. That. <laughs> <laughs> That'll go viral right there. <laughs> oh, we're putting that on the internet. You got to clip this, Jake. Uh, yeah, that's okay. Amazing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. You just got to give me a minute to get over that one. This isn't funny. His name is Dick. All right. Okay. All right. Neil Cavuto. <laughs> oh. Speaking of the vaccines. Mm. Neil Cavuto goes on this tirade. Does it have the actual video in this article? No, it doesn't. 
Uh, oh, but it's got a quote. Okay, so Neil Cavuto is vaccinated. He's by far, other than Chris Wallace, he's one of the worst on Fox News. In fact, Chris Wallace the other day said that Jen Psaki was one of the best White House press secretaries of all time. Yeah, um, makes sense. So right there, you know that you should take his driver's license away because mm-hmm. uh, he's obviously uh, not cognitively capable of making sound rational decisions. But either way, Neil Cavuto, fully vaccinated, yet another breakthrough case of COVID-19. And The Hill is now reporting that he has COVID after being vaccinated, and he is imploring his viewers to go get vaccinated so you don't end up like him, I guess. Uh, For God's sakes, think of the bigger picture here. Get outside yourself and think about those you work with, those around you. Think about keeping them safe. These breakthrough cases are overwhelmingly happening among immunocompromised individuals like myself. While I'm somewhat stunned by this news, doctors tell me I'm lucky. (laughs) Had I not been vaccinated and with all my medical issues, this would be far more dire situation. Mm, It's not because I did and I'm surviving this because I did. So in other words, in case you guys have lost track of what is happening, Neil Cavuto wants you to get vaccinated because he doesn't want you to experience what he's experiencing, even though he is vaccinating or he is vaccinated. And by vaccinating, you will not get what he has, even though he is vaccinated Mm -hmm. and now has COVID. Last time I checked, everyone, regardless of their political persuasion, is coming down with this. Including the vaccinated. Including, (laughs) apparently, the vaccinated. Uh, I don't look at things through a political spectrum. Down to all of my shows, I don't have time for that. Life's too short to be an A-double-S. Life is way too short to be ignorant of the promise of something that is helping people worldwide. Stop the deaths. Stop the suffering. Please get vaccinated. Please. Can we go to the CDC graph really quick? Mm -hmm. CDC COVID tracker. Let's just, you know, he said, stop the deaths. Let's do this. Uh, Yep. Tracker. Uh, Go to deaths. Nope. Right there in the middle. Let's look at this. Oh, still trending down. Plateaued. Uh Right there. There it is. It's a plateau. Stop the deaths. Stop the deaths. But yet there it is. It's not spiking anymore. It's still on the downward trend and it's not the worst spike we've ever seen. We've had four spikes. Okay. Four spikes. This is the third worst spike. The first spike was bad. Second spike was not bad. The one, uh, this time lat or in December and January of last year was off the charts, but nobody was talking about it anymore. Or this year, January, 2021. Well, okay. Well, yeah, but we're getting towards January. Yes. Okay. But what I'm saying is this spike isn't even the worst. Mm -mm. Like this is the third worst spike. So it's in third place of the four waves. What are we talking about? Uh, Let's do cases. Go to cases. See if cases have peaked worldwide. Oh my God. Look at that horrible situation of it steadily decreasing across the board. Now, as far as cases goes, this is the second biggest spike in cases. Now, I'm all about transparency here. Mm-hmm. I could give a teetotal crap about a case. Yep. I'm sorry. 
I care about the deaths. All right. Now, no one should die. I well, that's not true. Everybody should die. We all die. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Media Matters is going to clip that. Everybody Graham should Allen die. Allen thinks everyone should die of COVID. No, that's not what I'm saying. Media Matters. I'm saying everybody dies. Everybody dies of something, okay? Some people get run over by golf carts. It's weird stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. Which by the way, if that ever happens to me and I meet the good Lord one day, I'm going to have some questions. Lord a golf cart, really? really? <laughs> like, that's how we decided to go out about this. Anyway, okay, uh, Neil Cavuto, back to the point. He wants you to stop the deaths, even though the deaths are, are stopping. stopping. <laughs> and it's not because of the vaccination rates. In fact, I read another article. You remember a couple episodes back where we said, watch what I tell you. Now that it's getting colder and the northern states are going more inside, they're going to start to see an uptick. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you know, northern states are starting to see upticks in COVID-19 cases, not deaths, cases. Why? Because that's how seasonal viruses work, you morons. The southern states have bigger problems in the summer because we're inside more. The northern states have bigger problems in, in the winter because they go inside more. That is just how it works. Next, we got to talk about Paternity Pete. But before we get into that, we got to get into our title sponsor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, look, goodranchers.com slash Graham. Every one of you know by now that they saved this podcast from the pit of despair because they believe in America. They believe in freedom. Okay. Good ranchers stepped in when they didn't have to, to save this podcast and you should support them. And this is why they are 100% pro American rancher. 80% of the meat that you may be able to buy in the grocery stores now due to supply chain issues, Mm -hmm. uh, comes from either China or Australia. It's not even American. I saw the other day that a filet mignon was $20 a pound. Mm-hmm. $20 a pound. But not with GoodRanchers.com slash Graham. They're already 50% cheaper than Butcher Box, Omaha Steaks, all of this stuff. And they were 100% made here, slaughtered, killed, cut up for you in America. So go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham right now. And if you subscribe, it brings an additional 20% off the already 50% off. It brings it to $5 a meal. But if you go to goodranchers.com slash Graham and use the code G-R-A-H-A-M at checkout, you'll get an additional $20 off plus free shipping. What a amazing present to give to somebody or to yourself. Let's just be selfish for a minute if we can go to Graham go to goodranchers.com slash Graham promo code Graham now all right let's talk about paternity Pete so I was pretty pretty rough on old booty gig um not too long ago for you know uh paternity leave I saw the greatest tweet ever it was from uh Matt Slap uh, and he said, you know, when my wife, Mercedes, had our kids, she put me on paternity leave as well. That meant I needed to take my butt and leave and go to work. Yep. That's what it meant. Get out of the house and do your job and go to work. That's your paternity leave. That's right. But Pete Buttigieg is now, as reported by The Hill, is aiming to use Tucker Carlson's flap to spotlight the need for paternity leave. What is a flap? 
I, his segment. I don't know. They're weird. All right, let's go down. This has 1,200 shares. Transportation Secretary Absentee Pete Buttigieg. I added absentee. They didn't say that, but it is the truth. Uh, is aiming to use the fierce criticism he faced from conservatives over taking paternity leave as a way. You know what? Can I stop you right there? I'm not even arguing you taking a couple days of right. paternity leave. Right. Okay. You just had a kid or they handed you a child in him and his husband's case. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, fine. You just had a kid. Take a couple days off. I got it. I, I would do the same thing. It's called taking time off as opposed to paid paternity leave, but I digress. Um, no one is harping on the fact that you took paternity leave. Everyone is harping on the fact that you took over two months of it during one of the greatest supply chain crisis that we've seen in maybe a hundred years. That's the problem. You freaking idiot. What, who are these people? Like, do you, do they really not understand? (laughs) They really not understand what the actual anger is from. It's not because you're gay, dude. (laughs) Like that's what he's trying to make it. Because I'm a gay man married to a man. People think that I shouldn't have paternity. No, that's not it. Nobody cares that you're gay. Theo Vaughn in his special said it best. He's like, it ain't as undercover as it used to be. I know way more people that are gay than I know people who juggle. (laughs) You know, he's like, he's like, I, you know, I don't know that many people that can juggle. Know a lot of people that are gay. Nobody's mad that you're gay. Nobody's making fun of you that you're gay. It's that you took two and a half months off of paternity leave when you add absolutely no value <laughs> to this situation but yet the the articles are about how people were mean to him not about how he didn't do his job listen to the listen to this this is the stuff that pisses me off and this is why so, uh, apologies for saying the p word <laughs> culturally we do have to get across the idea that this is work my work day as secretary of transportation starts at a relatively normal hour my work day as a job starts around three in the morning. Join the freaking club, you idiot. What? D- d- every freaking parent in America is like, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I had to do that too. And then it's sit. I literally, when I was in the army, I had to be up at four 15 in the morning. Yeah. Okay. So the kids would wake up around three and then I'd just be up from three o'clock in the morning until I got off work around, you know, five, six o'clock that night. And then we did it all over again. That's called being a parent, you twit. This is the stuff that makes me mad. They're trying to make it seem like this is some unknown thing. Yeah, it's a lot of work when you got babies. They don't sleep during the nights. That They're trying to make normal things that everybody experiences into like this new woe is me victimhood mentality culture and they need more help than generations of people who have figured it the crap out. Now, women, I'm not talking about maternity leave. I am pro maternity leave. Yeah. I've said that from day one. It is a proven, proven fact that mothers need to be there for the baby. I do not agree with people that have to put their infant like four weeks old into daycare. I don't agree with that one bit. I have 100%. If you hire a woman and you're an employer, I agree. Maternity leave should be included and it does need to be longer. Okay. I agree with that 100%. All right. 
if Whitney pops up pregnant tomorrow, that's Jake's wife, I'm going to expect in about nine months, Whitney ain't going to be at work for a long time. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because I do. Every DSM-5 book, every child psychology book, it all verifies the data. Guess what it also verifies? In the very beginning, the baby could give a crap about the dad. Yeah. Because the dad is borderline useless. It doesn't feed it. At that point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Matt Walsh said this best in his day. He was a bit more aggressive than even me. But he was like, you know, the baby borderline don't even like the dad right off the point. Because right. the baby's hungry. The baby's irritable. I have nibbles. Can you milk me? Yeah. 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 I have nibbles, Greg. Can you milk me? And his name? Uh, yeah. Something like that. I have nibbles, Greg. He calls him... Uh, yeah, his last name. But. Fokker. Fokker. <laughs> yeah. I have nipples. <laughs> Can you milk me? Uh, I have nipples, Pete. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, the point is, I'm 100% maternity leave, ladies, hashtag lady power. Right. You guys have an amazing ability, but you also have to undergo an extreme physical physically taxing experience oh, and yeah. those are just the natural births mm -hmm. much less c-section babies and stuff i i'm not negating that at all two and a half months of paternity leave i'm even pro leave for a husband that has to take care of his wife if his wife did have to have a c-section and stuff yeah. like that until she's recovered. Co correct. Like, I get that. Like, I understand when you're cut across your abdomen, like, you can't even lift up on your own. Yeah. Like, husbands have to bring the baby to the mom to feed. And then guess what you do, fellas? You sit there until the actual provider is done, and then you pick the baby up, and you put the baby back in the crib to go to sleep. That's your job, okay? Pete and his husband, <laughs> they didn't do any of that stuff. They literally showed up and they handed the babies to her. Again, I'm not going to go through this whole thing again. Nobody's mad at you, Pete. Booty gig. I know his name's Booty Judge, but either way, booty gig sounds better. Nobody's mad that you took paternity leave, which is ridiculous. Nobody's mad you took a vacation because you got kids. Nobody's mad that you're gay. We're mad that you were the freaking secretary of of transportation yeah. and you took two and a half months off and now you're complaining that you got newborns and you're up at three o'clock in the morning. So has every single person in the history of ever yeah. who has had kids. Guess who could care the crap less about you getting up at three in the morning because you got kids. Nobody, yeah. <laughs> nobody well, cares. If, if that's his decision and he wants to spend that time with his kid, then f have somebody else fill in, Ex like replace him. Well, even that, even that, again, this is what the Democrats do. They take normal things that people have been figuring out for years and they make them into these big deals like, woe is me. Like people need to pay attention to what, 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 what fathers are having to deal with getting up in the middle of the night and blah, 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 blah. Shut up. Yeah. What's wrong with your husband? Your husband's broke. He can't do anything. Why does your day begin at 3 a.m. in the morning? Are you are you them two people that, like, you both get up? You're the Transportation Secretary of the United States. Yeah. What's your husband do? Dear God, man. Yeah, what does your husband do? <laughs> like, what, what are we doing? Are you both not going to work? Are both employers suffering <laughs> at this point? What is happening right now? Moving on. Hmm. Before I get... Dave Chappelle being transphobic and homophobic. I'm not. 
I don't agree with it, but you know, I'm not, it's not about that. It's about that. You're an idiot. That's what it's about. That's what everyone's mad about. Pete, they could care less. You're gay. Everybody knows. It's like when Lance Bass came out, everybody acted shocked. And most people were like, Ooh, saw that, (laughs) (laughs) but nobody cares. Yep. Okay. It's not 1992. Nobody cares anymore. (gasps) Not all about you. Did you you hear about so-and-so? Nobody cares. Okay. Moving on. All right, so New Zealand. That's in Australia, right? Yeah, basically. I mean, it's its own thing, but it's right there. But in the same, like... It's not technically Australia, I don't think. It's its own, like, sovereign place. I'll check it real quick. Okay, yeah, let's see. But in in the same continent? Well, yeah. I mean, it's like a big old island right off of, uh, right off of Australia. I'll uh, look it up for yeah, you. Yeah, just, yeah, let, 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 let's get our... I mean, I, I knew it was its own, like flag or whatever but i thought it was kind of like we have here in america like you know we've got states and okay so they're part of the oceana continent uh and are on separate tectonic plates to asia that's why people talk about the two countries they may not think of them as being part of asia but they are an integral part of the asian pacific region so yeah okay so they are two separate countries okay so it's okay all right i apologize forgive me for not knowing australia politics are about the same though um okay so again, this should be a dire warning to everybody of what's going on here in America right now. This is uh, New Zealand. Uh, I guess this is, shoot, I don't know. This is like the freaking uh, prime, minister. prime minister. There you go. Prime minister of New Zealand. Um, the boss, if you will, talking about she's perfectly good with having two classes of people. Um, listen to this. So you basically see it. This is going to be like, well, it's almost like, uh, you probably don't see it like this, the two different classes of people. If you're vaccinated or if you're unvaccinated, you have all these rights. If you are vaccinated. That is what it is. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. You described that you were previously hoping not to be able to, not to have to do that, I guess, when we still mm. like we could maintain elimination across the whole country. I guess that has now changed because. I think it was less, less because necessarily of the elimination determining that and more because we, of course, uh, maintained and actually we have managed very high vaccination rates generally without the use of certificates. But actually what it's become clear to me is that they're not just a tool to drive up vaccines, they're a tool for confidence. People who have been vaccinated will want to know that they're around other vaccinated people. Uh, they want to know that they're in a safe environment. It is a way that we can give confidence to those who are going back into hospitality or events. Uh, and so that is something that I think we should offer to people who have been vaccinated, that confidence that we're doing everything we can to keep them safe and that they can come back out and start enjoying those things safely. Huh. So you got, can we look up what kind of government New Zealand has? What, what they describe their government as is New Zealand. I see prime minister, so parliamentary, parliamentary, so so like 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 the UK then. Okay, but but still, parliamentary is still based around blah 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 blah, blah politics of New Zealand. For sure, based on the Westminster system. So I think it's the same as Legal like Australia. S- yeah, modeled in common law of England. There it is. Hang on, I'm just I'm getting to to my point here in a minute. Legal system model of the common law of England. New Zealand is a constitutional monarchy. In which Queen, Queen Elizabeth. Elizabeth is the sovereign and head of state. Oh, you know it. 
the New Zealand Parliament and uh, legislative powers of okay again uh, but they do have a House of Representatives and all this stuff so they do have people that cast votes on these things though like even though you know it's, yeah you know not a it's not a democracy or a republic uh, yeah a constitutional republic but it you know it does have at least a House of Representatives anyway okay well that's just what they want they they want the people who obey them. To be rewarded, you know, it's like when you torture somebody, you give them a little bit to reward them, and yeah, you give them special privileges. But this should be, this is what I'm getting at here. Freaky. Okay, they don't have the same style of government as we do. Mm -hmm. However, if we continue to elect weak people that truly believe that there are two different standards of people. So we used to have this thing in America to where... Uh, we did. We believed that there was a group of people who were less than others based off the color of their skin. We did. We did. We had that system. We are. We realized that it was wrong. We fixed it, and now we understand that all people are created equal, and that the color of their skin means nothing. But now, what we're dangerously getting into is that all men are created equal. Unless you make certain decisions that the government doesn't like. Mm -hmm. And then if you make certain decisions that the government doesn't like, then there are now two classifications of people. Um, Social credit, if you will. Hello, China. Those who obey and domestic terrorists. Yes. And, and, And that's the biggest thing there. So... Every single founding father, every single person that signed the Declaration of Independence, every single person that fought in the Revolutionary War today would be deemed a domestic terrorist. Mm -hmm. The end. America would cease to exist. If Facebook was around back then, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, uh, uh, Ben Franklin, John Adams, all these people... John Hancock, for sure. Uh, All these people would have been deemed domestic terrorists. They would have been kicked off of every social media platform. They would have been subpoenaed by by Congress or or Parliament because it was British, whatever. They would have been subpoenaed to do all this stuff. They would have been put in the, the jail, all these things. Because they dared to say, I disagree with the higher powers. Right? So they had to, they had a king back then, right? King George. I disagree, but let's just call it the government. I disagree with the government. That was the founding fathers. Those were the revolutionary war fighters. We disagree with the government. So much so that we're willing to fight over it. And whoever wins, wins, daddy. That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm high on Theo Vaughn kick right now. <laughs> whoever wins, wins, daddy, and we'll see. Liberty or death. And... I think as Americans, like we just forget that the founding fathers, the only reason that we're in America today is they would have been more like the Marjorie Taylor Greens, mm-hmm. who now are deemed as quacks. Does she get everything right? No. <laughs> but neither did Ben Franklin, for God's sakes. Right. Neither did George Washington. They were imperfect people that through the hand of God had an amazing idea and the ability to pull it off only through divine intervention. That is my personal belief. Because I do. I I don't believe that any group of selfish men 
through a system of hierarchy at the time Mm -hmm. who still believed that owning slaves was good. I do not believe that those men could write the most close to perfect document ever of their own understanding. I just don't. I just don't. And you're not going to, you're not going to convince me otherwise, especially with the path that they, the, the trail that they blazed, right? Because no one had ever done it. Yeah. And the foresight they had. Correct. Exactly. That, that's, that, that to me is the thing. And, and, and I, I know that I've said this over and over and over again, but it's because I believe that we have truly just forgotten it. They changed history, human history, not American history, not British history, human history. They changed it. They went against every single action of human beings up until that point, whether you believe it's thousands of years or millions of years, that doesn't honestly matter. The founding fathers changed it. And honestly, they had changed it before they signed the Declaration of Independence. They'd already thought about it. Mm-hmm. But yet now we have people in Congress and in government that believe that the government should be able to label people that disagree with them as domestic terrorists. Interesting, interesting, interesting times. And we have to decide as people how long we're going to allow this to stand, man. How long until Graham Allen ends up on the domestic terrorist threat list? I, not very long, probably. Yeah, if you're not already. If I'm not already on it, I <laughs> yeah. just may not know about it. I don't know. Uh, because, because I believe that the government should be questioned. Do I believe that we should be chopping people's heads off in the street? No. Do I believe, you know, I don't believe that kind of stuff, but do I believe that the government should be held accountable? Not the people. People shouldn't be held accountable by the government. The government should be held accountable by the people. That's what I believe. Now, do I believe that we should string up people that are trying to destroy our country? Depends. Depends. <laughs> so, but no, I believe in voting those people out. Get them out of there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you know, I believe in the system that America is supposed to be, that the people have the power. Not the power to run amok and do whatever the crap we want to do. We all agree under certain terms and laws that we all have individual freedoms. You can't infringe upon other people's freedoms and their, li- and their right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But the government is under the most scrutiny out of all of them. But now it's flipped. It's interesting that we've allowed it to be so all because of fear. Very interesting stuff. Yeah. All right. Up next, we got to get to Kyrie Irving. But before we do that, let's get into a sponsor. All right, guys. Look, the economy's in the crapshoot. All right. There's no churching it up. It, it, it's bad. Those of you who have savings, okay, maybe you've saved up, I don't know, 10 grand or something for yourself. Uh, I'm not a big person for going into the stock market right now. I don't think it's a good, I don't think it's a good play, especially with as volatile as it all is. Inflation off the charts. Joe Biden and the Democrats wanted to add another $3.5 trillion to the national debt. So that's why I've partnered up with Birch Gold. Okay, and again, this is not a money-making scheme. I'm not saying you're going to get rich. This isn't Dogecoin. This is about protecting what you already have. That's what this is about. It's about protecting what you already have. Birch Gold is the company that I trust with precious metals. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau 
countless five-star reviews and thousands of satisfied customers, and they can help you protect your hard-earned savings. And right now, thanks to a little-known section of the IRS tax code, you can legally move your IRA or your 401k or simply your savings into precious metals with no tax implications or penalties. To get started on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account, request a free info kit. That's it. Free info kit from Birch Gold by texting the word GRAM to 989898. This comprehensive 20-page kit reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings. Again, this is not a money-making scheme. This is to protect what you have been working so hard on for you and your family. It's zero cost to you and zero obligation to request this info. So why wait? Text G-R-A-H-A-M. Can you spell my name? G-R-A-H-A-M to the number 989898. Again, request this free info kit and protect what's yours by moving into precious metals by texting Graham to 989898 now. Okay. All right. So let's go to Kyrie Irving. Everybody knows that the Brooklyn Nets uh, sidelining their star Kyrie Irving, and I'm pretty sure they got the floor mopped up with them on game one, mm. uh, which was interesting. Uh, what's really interesting is, you know, Obama and all these other people are saying that, you know, the vaccine mandates is strictly a right wing issue. <laughs> Uh, but the scenes from the Barclays Center would prove otherwise. Mobs of anti-vaxxers storm the Barclays Center. What, what is this? What is this video here? Is it actually like, it's probably going to have an ad in it because it's New York. Oh, no, there it is. Sorry. Okay, you can't make out what they're saying, but it's a bunch of we stand with Kyrie Irving. And ironically, Black Lives Matter is getting involved. Yep. Which is interesting. <laughs> strictly right wing. To me, strictly right wing. There you are. Look at this. Look, people, look, go down. Let's look at this picture right here. All right, let's zoom in just a little bit. Let's look at the people in this photo. Uh, there's a lot of black people. There's a lot of white people. That looks like a Hispanic lady in the MAGA hat right there. You see her? Right in the front. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a lot of diversity in this photo, but right up above them, you got an American flag and a Gadsden flag flying and a lot of stand with Kyrie signs, black people, white people, Hispanic people, all of the above together. Now, it did turn kind of aggressive there towards the end, but these are a mix of people standing together for the ridiculousness that is vaccine mandates. That's the interesting thing to me. This is not a right winger issue. This is look at that. Will not comply. And look at the color of the hands of the person wearing it. That would be a black person. We will not comply. Look, no vaccine mandates. Black America right there. I would be willing to bet. Go back to the first picture, the very first one. Yep, zoom back in. If you're not looking on rumble.com slash Graham Allen, you're missing out. Um, I would be willing to bet that every person in this thing probably doesn't agree on every aspect of politics, but what they all stand for right now is that if we do not have body autonomy to make the decisions for ourselves, we're all in some serious, serious trouble. 
Look, you got black people and white people standing together all behind one thing. Her hat says Epstein didn't kill himself. Okay, with, with the with, with the MAGA with the MAGA thing, same uh, difference. All right, awesome. I'd be willing to bet she's a Trump voter. Either way, <laughs> uh, but you got somebody standing right next to her that you know from his hat that looks like the Black Lives Matter color flag. See it? Zoom in right there. That guy. What is that? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's a Black Lives Matter hat. Either way, point is they probably don't see eye to eye on everything, but they see eye to eye on this. It is about more than just, there's Black Lives Matter flag right there. You just I, saw it. I think it said stand with, it looks like it, but it says Oh, uh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. all right. I apologize, I apologize. <laughs> it's the same colors, though. Either way, okay, the point is, this isn't just a right-winged issue that the left is trying to make you believe. I see a lot of people in there all standing behind a black man, mind you. Because us Republicans are racist, yeah. and we would never support a black man. That's what they mean when they say it's a radical right wing, that it's white Christian males. Yeah, they mean we're racist, and we, you know. Look at all these white Christian males. Yeah, look at all of them. Look, look, look. You got some people wearing masks. You got some people not wearing masks, which I did tell you would happen. And, and, and so, again, I still stand by the thing that the masks are not going away. For the rest of our lives, there will be people in large crowded events that will wear masks and some won't. I said that from day one, day one of this crap. I said that will be just like China in large, massive groups. You'll see two or three people or whatnot wearing masks, depending on where you are, et cetera, et cetera. Um, anyway, I thought that was interesting. So moving on, let's talk about the Biden supply chain lie. So this is the Commerce Secretary giving an explanation to why there's a supply shortage. Uh, very interesting take, and I really would like to talk about it, but first got to listen to her, so here she is. It is important to remember that supply chains are run by private companies, private logistics companies, private, uh, all private uh, consumer goods companies. So fundamentally, you know, they need to work through the logistical issues in their supply chain. What we are doing is uh, working on the infrastructure, working on the ports, having the ports go 24-7, which has been very helpful, not with every issue, but with that issue, um, making investments uh, so people can go back to work, getting everyone vaccinated so they can go back to work. I mean, fundamentally, what we have here is a demand issue. You know, the economy's doing better. Since the president's been in office, we've created 5 million jobs. Stop. People have money in their... <laughs> You've created 5 million jobs? No, you didn't. This, this right here, okay, there's two things in this right here. We'll go back to the start in a minute, but right there, we got to stop it right there. We've created 5.3 million jobs. No, you didn't. People went back to work. Yeah. You didn't create anything. You created nothing. In fact, for... Loss of jobs. 5.3 million jobs were not created. 5.3 million people went back to work, and then you just lost 4.3 million last month. Yeah. So you're a net positive of, of a million, and you didn't create anything. You just, people just went back to work. This is a lie. This, this is a political 
slanted lie to make you think that they're doing stuff, but they actually aren't. I don't know how you could tell anyone the economy's doing great. Anyone who fills up their car with gas knows the economy's not doing great. Anyone who buys meat from the store, you know? Correct. Um, go back to the beginning. Now, this is something that I, I don't believe I put this article in here, but it's something that I read very interesting. I want you to listen to the first part. Listen how they are very quickly starting to blame <laughs> private businesses. Listen yeah. to this part. I mean, it is important to remember that supply chains are run by private companies, private logistics companies, private, uh, all private uh, all. consumer goods companies. Listen. So fundamentally, you know, they need to work through the logistical issues in their supply chain. Stop. I read an article just today that said that as supply chain outlets like Amazon and all these people are struggling, FedEx, et cetera, et cetera, that. USPS is on a hiring frenzy mm. for more and more and more people. Who runs USPS? Mm, let me think. That would be a federal job. That's right. So this is, and I realize we do this every day. I realize this. And I realize most people might listen to what she says and go, eh, you know, whatever. But it's the subtle details of what they say that's actually the plan of what they want. Yeah. They're slowly starting to shift the blame to private companies because they want to federalize everything. That's what they want. They want more dependency on the United States Postal Service, less dependency on Amazon and all these other businesses. What's the best way for the government to take over everything? Just like this they lie about job creations even though they know that it's simply because the economy's open back up right but in the blue states are responsible for the least amount of jobs opening back up and it's the red states that actually are involved in making the numbers look semi tolerable in any regard but they want you to think that the red states are to blame for everything and now they're slowly starting to shift the blame to the private entities interesting <laughs> interesting stuff so virginia moving on <clears throat> virginia's got a very tight race going on <clears throat> both people have uh it's youngkin and uh, terry terry mccoff mccoffle or so i don't even know how to spell his name uh youngkin is the republican terry over here is the democrat pick they both got 48 percent mm. all right Close race. Uh, close race with, um, you know, uh, some undecideds in there. So this is a very tight race for the control over Virginia. Um, <clears throat> Obama says something very interesting. This dude's got Obama out there. Uh, and he says something very, very interesting in this. Got 2.1 million views on Twitter. Play it. We don't have time to be wasting on these phony, trumped-up culture wars, this fake outrage that, that right-wing media's peddles to juice their ratings, and the fact that he's willing to go along with it instead of talking about serious problems that actually affect serious people, that's a shame. Okay. Stop. That's not what this election... Go back to the beginning. Play it one more time. I just... We don't have time to be wasting on these phony, trumped-up culture wars. Stop. This... Trumped up culture wars and fake outrage. At the beginning of this podcast, 
we talked about the fact that Twitter had suspended a Republican congressman for saying that Rachel Levin is a man. Wouldn't that be a culture war and fake outrage? Mm-hmm. We have a thousand trans people that work at Netflix, which I still say that's an aggressive recruiting tactic. <laughs> you, got, you got a lot of people working at Netflix that are, that are upset that Dave Chappelle dared to say something about trans people. Yeah. You, got, you got the Dems who are saying that Republicans are trying to rig elections by requiring people to prove who they are to vote. The Democrats want you to prove that you have a vaccine, but you shouldn't have to prove who you are to cast a vote. Your most important freedom. Where is the fake outrage and fake cultural issues that you're talking about? Who, who, who is doing that? <laughs> That's why that video has so many views. I, whoa, 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 wait a minute. What? Are you kidding me? This, this man in the same speech, he goes, hang on. He says uh, they're trying to rig elections. Yeah, they're trying to rig elections. By passing the voter ID. Hold on, lost. turn my Bluetooth up. <laughs> Let me connect here. Look, I, 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 and, 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 I, and I do this because I know that you believe me, but I want you to know that we're telling you the truth here. Uh, Roadcaster Pro, turn my mm-hmm. Bluetooth up. Yeah. Three, two, one, connect, connect. All right, we're connected. Here we go. Listen to this. Why is it Republicans don't want you to vote? What, what is it that they're so afraid of? Yeah, you know, it, it, it oh, I would assume, Terry, if, if, if they think they've got better ideas, why don't they just go make the case? We do. Tell us your ideas. We do. Tell us why you think they're going to be better. Tell us how it's going to help that man get a job or, or help that young person go to college or, or help that person get a trade. Hey, just explain it. And if, if you've got good ideas, People will flock to your ideas, but but that's not what they try to do. Instead, you're trying to rig elections. We're trying to rig elections by asking people to verify who they are. It's like Tosh.0 with test taking. He's like, you know, like, like people are all down on like, oh, they're bad test takers. Tosh.0, oh, you mean you're stupid. <laughs> oh, man, you know that thing that we that we discriminate against you on because we try to find out what you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I, and, and again, I, you know, I'm not saying that there are some people that are bad test takers. There are. Uh, but the point is, you got to have an ID to buy alcohol. But you can't have an ID to vote. That's racist Jim Crow 2.0. You got to have proof of vaccination to enter buildings. But not to vote. Crazy. Crazy. Crazy stuff. All right. We got to get into our next sponsor. All right. Patriot Mobile. Do you find yourself turning on the news and feeling hopeless? Well, if you just listen to what we paid, what we played you. Um, probably do. You probably do. Listen. At the end of the day, we need to stick together now more than ever, and there has been one company willing to stand with you since 2012. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer broad nationwide coverage. In fact, they use the same towers as all the major carriers. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer support. More importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity, 
quality of life and our veteran and first responder heroes. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Graham or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code G-R-A-H-A-M. They always have special discounts for veterans and first responders and for multi-line accounts. Support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares your values. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Graham or call 972-PATRIOT now. All right. What's next here uh, in our list of things? Ah, yes. The bombshell of the Facebook papers. So Facebook is getting ready to rename itself. Like, you know, they say that basically they're creating uh, this, this new, like, cloud company, right? They describe it the metaverse. Mm. which is terrifying. And inside this metaverse will hold Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, all these other things, right? Mm -hmm. But here's the interesting stuff. Now, again, I I go back to um, what I said in the beginning. Facebook or whatever this new company title is going to be. We don't know what it is yet. Whatever this entity is, they are working with Democrats to control the internet in the way that they want to control it, right? They say that they want to protect people from misinformation and hate speech. Republicans say everybody should be able to say whatever they want to say, however they want to say it, right? But now things are starting to happen that I'm not so sure that Mark Zuckerberg is going to be a part of it. Now, I don't feel sorry for Mark Zuckerberg. He's going to get a big payout. He's going to be fine for the rest of his life. Fly back to the planet he came from. But check this out. I think they're going to go to this new entity, whatever it's going to be. We don't know what the name of it is yet. We don't know any of this stuff. Whatever this new entity is going to be, just like the whistleblower said in her thing, that they think that they should create this new government advisory, government-ran advisory thing that would decide what's good and what's bad on the internet. And she's like, I'd be happy to... To run that, by yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah, so, so and, and here it is. The Hill is reporting that Facebook whistleblower says the shareholders would oust Zuckerberg if they could. Uh, let's see what she says. I believe in shareholder rights, and the shareholders, or shareholders minus Mark, have been asking for years for one share, one vote. And the reason for that is I am pretty sure the shareholders would choose other leadership if they had an option. Very, very interesting. He has all the control. He has no oversight, and he has not demonstrated that he is willing to govern that company at the level that is necessary for public safety. Interesting. How quickly things are things are. Facebook should not get a free pass on choices it makes to prioritize growth and virality and reactiveness over public safety. They shouldn't get a free pass on that because they're paying for their profits right now with our safety. At the heart of these stories is a premise, which is false. Yes, we're a business and we make profit, but the idea we do so at the expense of people's safety or well-being misunderstands where our own commercial interests lie. The truth is we've invested $13 billion and have over 40,000 people to do one job. Keep people safe on Facebook. Interesting. So now let's go to another article because, like I said, the Facebook papers have been dropped. And um, there is, let's see here, where's it at, where's it at, where's it at, where's it at? Uh, 
go to the anti-government rhetoric uh, thing I sent you first. It's right under this one. That, that one. All right. Now, just well, we're going to read this thread here. Okay. Now, this is the Washington Post. Okay. And this is a thread about the, the Facebook paper. So all of these journalist outlets got these thousands and thousands of Facebook papers, they're calling them. And I'm going to read you this one thing um, that uh, y- you'll see. All right, this is from the Washington Post. And it says Zuckerberg Zuckerberg. Zucker. Zuckerberg personally decided that Facebook would would oh go up. I think we're down low. Yeah, there you go. Go to the top. Go to the top. Here we go. All right. So this is Vietnam. Talking about government commu- uh, communist party Vietnam here. All right, this is Washington Post. Late last year, Mark Zuckerberg faced a choice. Comply with the demands from Vietnam's ruling Communist Party to censor anti-government dissidents or risk getting knocked offline in one of Facebook's most lucrative Asian markets. Go down. In Vietnam, upholding the free speech rights of people who questioned government leaders could have come with a significant cost in a country where Facebook earns more than $1 billion a year, according to a 2018 estimate by Amnesty International. In the end, listen to this. <clears throat> Zuckerberg personally decided that Facebook would comply with Vietnam Communist Party demands, according to three people familiar with the decision, speaking on a condition of anonymity to describe internal company discussions. What these papers are revealing is exactly what Republicans have been saying from the very beginning. Okay. Other countries go to Facebook and say, hey, We don't like that people are trying to speak freely and are upset with the government. We need you to shut it down. Mm -hmm. And if you don't shut it down, we're going to kick you offline in our country and you're going to lose billions of dollars. Mark Zuckerberg sided Mm -hmm. with a communist party to silence the voices of anti-government free thinkers in Vietnam. Unbelievable. So think about this for a second now. Okay, so 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 look at this. <laughs> so Facebook whistleblower is talking about safety. We need to provide safety for everyone. Mm. But they're all a part of the fact that Facebook is openly siding with communist parties to silence the voices of free thinkers. Open this up, spread this out a little bit. Let me read this here. All right, there's another one from Washington Post. Internal documents reveal that Facebook has privately tracked real-world harms and exacerbations, or, or oh, excuse me, harms and exacerbate, exacerbated, <laughs> I almost said something really bad, exacerbated by its platform, ignored warnings from employees about the risk of their design decisions and exposed vulnerable communities around the world to dangerous content. What is dangerous content? Go down. Disclosed to the SEC by whistleblower Frances Hagen. There she is. The Facebook papers were provided to Congress in redacted form by Hagen's legal counsel. So Hagen is not even releasing the full things. They're redacting some of it, Hmm. which is interesting. But here's the biggest, here's the scariest part of me at the very top. zoom Zoom in again in the Facebook papers. Facebook ignored warnings from employees about the risk of their design decisions 
and exposed vulnerable communities around the world to dangerous content. What is, what the, is dangerous What's content? the dangerous content? And you expose vulnerable communities around the world, but then the other article says that Mark Zuckerberg sided with the Communist Party of Vietnam to silence anti-government free thinkers. Which are vulnerable communities. So what, what, is, what content is harmful? Do you, do you see what's happening here? Mark Zuckerberg is going to become the fall guy here, and he's going to be fine. He's going to get paid millions of dollars for the rest of his life, and they want to create a different entity that will govern whatever this new thing is that Facebook is going to roll out. This should terrify everyone. This, in my opinion, is one of the biggest stories that there is right now. The Facebook papers. It's very interesting how now they're going to make Facebook this, just like everything else. America is this bad thing that needs to be redone. Mm -hmm. Now Facebook and Instagram and social media is this bad thing. It needs to be redone because of conservatives that talk about not wanting to get the vaccine. That's for the most part, what the dangerous content is. Um, but you know, they influenced an election, which is dangerous. And, but also, also for everybody that says that, you know, Facebook is not interfering with our elections. We know that Mark Zuckerberg put almost half a billion dollars, but now we also have papers that prove that he, he does what communist countries want him to do because if he doesn't, he'll lose a billion dollars in revenue. But what they want him to do is silence the voices of people speaking out against, against communist rule. How long, how long till it comes out that he's silencing us openly, you know? Yes. Crazy, crazy. All right. One more sponsor. And then we got two good stories to end out on today. Here we go. All right, all of you know how important family is to me. Well, I found the best way to hold on to those memories, turn them into art that lasts forever from paintyourlife.com. Get a professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo at a truly affordable price or combine photos of people or places you love into one painting. Choose from a team of world-class artists and work with them until every detail is perfect. Their user-friendly platform makes it easy to order a custom-made hand-painted portrait in less than five minutes. Even better, it's fast. You can receive your portrait in as little as two weeks. I think what shocked me most was the accuracy of the work. We love ours and I know you will too. At paintyourlife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love your final painting, your, model, your money is refunded guaranteed. Right now, as a limited time offer, get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off plus free shipping. To get this special offer, text the word D-E-A-R to 64,000. That's D-E-A-R to 64,000. Terms apply, available at paintyourlife.com slash terms. Paint your life, celebrate the moments that matter most. Text D-E-A-R to 64,000. All right. So the National School Board Association is having to apologize for suggesting concerns that parents are potential domestic terrorists. This is Dan Pongino saying it better than I ever could. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot back down. You have to stand up and you have to fight for your children. And the NSPA 
backing up and punting is proof that you have the power. This is Dan Bongino saying it better than I ever could. Quick, you guys mentioned a breaking news on the show before about the National School Board Association yeah. having to now apologize and, 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 and shame walk back the letter implying parents are domestic terrorists. I know this wasn't one of the topics, but to the folks out there, the liberty lovers, the patriots, look at me, man. Stare at me in the face on this one. You can win. We can win. This is what happens when you pressure these people in Congress to do the right thing. We can't win all the time. We're not going to win every fight. But this is because of you, because you wouldn't shut up and you would not sit down. You said, I will not be treated like a terrorist for speaking out for more for, for my child. And you won. You won. Put your chest out and your chin up today. Again, it's, it's not a victory lap forever. It's no time to give up. But I'm just telling you all. You can win. You can win these things. This country's ours. We run it. We outnumber them, and you won on that. That is a huge story, and I'm proud of everyone who flipped the double-barreled middle finger to these people and said, I'm now going to show up with 10 people instead of two people yeah. at the school board because you're implying I'm a terrorist for loving my child and not wanting them to be taught to be a racist using CRT. Amen. Good for you. Amen. Good job, Dan. Big fan. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, let's end it on a positive note. Ron DeSantis is again showing the rest of the world how to do it with the attacks that are going on against our police, with everything that's happening. Uh, Ron DeSantis is supporting the police. Go down and let's see if we can get the actual uh, tweet or, oh, this is the Washington Post. Oh, I can't. Um, Let's see here. I got it. I got it. Let's do this. Watch this. Is my Bluetooth turned up? Uh Okay. I'm going to do it here. Let's just, let's just make it to where everybody can hear it verbatim. Here we go. It is, where is it at? Where are you at? Where are you at? Oh, sorry. One more second. Sorry. We're, we're, we're adapting here. All right. Ron DeSantis is supporting our police. This is what he has to say to every Police officer, men and women in blue that feel disrespected and not cared for in their communities. Here we go. Uh, not only are we going to want to protect the, the law enforcement and, and all the jobs, uh, we're actually actively working to recruit out-of-state law enforcement because we do have needs in our police and our sheriff's departments. So in the next legislative session, I'm going to hopefully sign legislation that gives a $5,000 bonus any out-of-state law enforcement that relocates in Florida. So NYPD, Ooh. Minneapolis, Seattle, if you're not being treated well, uh, we'll treat you better here. You can fill important needs for us, and we'll compensate you as a result. Uh, in Flor- <laughs> good job, Ron DeSantis. Yeah. That, brings, that brings a good close to this episode. After the freaking train wreck that is our world today, at least somebody is appreciating our police. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. It is a crazy world out there, but we are going to be here every single week to make sure that you hear the truth of what needs to be heard, not what people want to be want to be fed i guess yeah want to be heard that doesn't make sense anyway (laughs) make sure to share this episode tell your friends give us five stars and a review thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and we'll see you all again next time see you